Welcome to Left Foot. We invite fresh conversation on business development. Now here's your host, Nicole Giantonio. Hello, listeners, and welcome to Left Foot. Today's guest helps good attorneys become great lawyers. He uses his experience practicing law and building businesses along with his knowledge of technology and social media to help others become better communicators and resolve legal challenges. Jackson and Wilson, name partner and blogger, Mitch Jackson, welcome to Left Foot. Nicole, it's so good to be with you. I can't wait to participate in today's Q&A. This is going to be fun. Excellent. Thank you for being a guest on our program. Mitch, when we think about effective business development, and I know that's been part of your success, what can you share that's been critical to that success? What's your approach to business development in today's market? In today's market, my approach is focusing on relationships. It's all about relationships. It's all about human to human networking. And as you know, I'm a huge proponent of social media and the digital platforms. But having said all of that, my success on those platforms does come back to and centers around the development of the human to human relationships, especially when it comes to lawyers. And I say that based upon 32 years of practicing law, 32 years of making a few mistakes, and 32 years of finding a a small level of success. So full circle today, answering your question right now, as opposed to a year from now, it all comes down to human to human relationships. That's been the foundation for the success that we've experienced over the years. When I think of human to human relationships, of course, it's the people we meet in our business world. It's the people we meet in our social lives. It's the people in our communities. It's the people that we connect with. I think about all the business that I've been able over the years to do with people I knew, not in what would be considered the more traditional business environment. For you, what does that mean? How are you creating those relationships? How are you keeping those relationships fresh, positive, and ones that do result in actual business? Well, it sounds like we have the same mindset and that's the way over the years I've helped build my practice and a couple of other businesses that I've been involved with. But what I've noticed in today's world, especially over the last, oh, I don't know, maybe eight to 10 years with social media is our ability to, instead of going to a bar association meeting on a Wednesday evening and meeting a few people, building new relationships, that same amount of time now can be spent on social media can be doing, you know, doing an interview like this, or maybe a live video. I'm a big proponent of live video. And instead of a one to maybe meeting four or five people, you know, on a quality level, you can connect with hundreds, if not thousands of people engaging online, sharing value, answering questions, commenting on blog posts, just really letting your smile, letting your heart, letting your values, your hobbies, your passions, shine through while engaging on social. And so for the same amount of time that I used to spend in the more traditional networking bar association type of events, what I'm finding is online by using the same approaches, you know, the same approaches that Dale Carnegie taught and talked about back in 1937 in his book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. What we're doing, it's fun. It works really well. It brings in big cases into the law firm, primarily through referrals from other lawyers, from other professionals all around the world. And let me take a step back, Nicole. So when it comes to referrals, at one time we were getting referrals, all of us, before the internet, before social media, from other business people in town. Now what we found is that by building our brand from and expanding it from local to global, those referrals are coming from all over the world. We're a Southern California law firm. So 
If somebody in the UK, if somebody in Australia, if somebody in New York needs a good California lawyer, what happens is, and this is what we're being told, contact Mitch. He's in Southern California. If his firm is unable to assist you, he'll take good care of you. He'll refer you to somebody in town that will put your interests first, who's very experienced, who's somebody who's highly rated in ability and ethics, who will be able to help you with the case. So our referral, you know, our referral base has grown from local to global because of the relationships and the way we use social media. We absolutely agree. Referrals are definitely the way business gets done. And of course, with lawyers and firms, there's a lot of reasons to need to refer cases out and refer cases to others, especially here in the States. Let's talk about the social media side of it, because not every lawyer is comfortable in that area. And I can tell you that in the SEO that we've done at Leftfoot, we hear LinkedIn is the place that lawyers want to communicate with each other. What's been working for you? What kind of social media are you doing? And what kind of referrals are you getting through possibly the different types of social media you do? I'm so glad that you brought up LinkedIn and asked me, you know, what works well for us? What works well for us is doing things different than every other lawyer in town and not being actively engaged on LinkedIn. In other words, building out our presence on the other platforms that other lawyers aren't on. And the reason they're not on those other platforms is because they feel incorrectly that they need to be doing podcasts and videos and showing photos of them sitting behind their desk or being in their law firm. And yeah, if you want to be like everybody else in the world, that's what you're going to be doing as a lawyer. There's a deep why that gets us all out of bed each morning. And I try to show professionals, tap into that why, start sharing that why on social media, shine a bright light on other organizations, on groups, on people who also share the same why that you do. Also, your passions, your hobbies, your interests. I've made more connections on social media doing what I've just described that have resulted in large referrals coming into our firm, Nicole, than really any other approach I've ever used. There's another aspect that professionals don't really put too much weight on, and they really need to. And that is, in today's world, we're all media publishing companies, right? Everything we do can be done with the device that we have in our hand, the smartphone. And so what I like to do is whenever I'm building relationships, I'm doing that with my smartphone. Yes, I am sharing a court case. I am sharing a testimonial like I did this morning from a client that came in on Saturday. I am indirectly highlighting and profiling other lawyers in the firm, but a majority of our content is really not law related. And that's what's connecting us with other lawyers, professionals, potential clients, on a global basis. But, you know, most lawyers don't want to do that. They feel like that's not the way to build out their brand. And in my opinion, they're going about it the wrong way. So let me ask about the second point there, and then we can go back to the first. This idea that we should be sharing not legal outcomes or how you're going to apply legal advice, but really how you're solving business problems or the problems of your clients, whether those be business or not. That kind of communication, we helped this person with this business challenge, people challenge, and we were able to get to a particular outcome that they were satisfied with. I think that's fantastic. Is that what you were saying in that second part, kind of what the non-legal opinion type of social media that you're involved in? Taking a step back, about 70% of what we do is actually listening and engaging and answering questions and offering tips on social media. The other 20 to 30% is actually creating and publishing content. Of that remaining 30%, 
about 70% of that is our human side and 20 to 30% of that is the legal side of what we do as a law firm. When we do post about what we're doing at the firm, I'm a big proponent of helping raise awareness as to the dangers of distracted driving. I have zero tolerance for distracted drivers using your smartphone or any other device while driving, for example. We handle a lot of distracted driving cases. What I found to be an effective tool on social media, whether I'm podcasting, I'm posting to Facebook, I'm doing a live video on Periscope, is to tell and share my clients' distracted driving stories. Obviously, following state bar rules, getting client consent, whatever's required. But by telling the story of our client and how a distracted driving situation turned their lives upside down and the value we were able to bring with helping that client get back on his or her feet, help hold a wrongdoer accountable, maybe sharing some facts and statistics during the process. You know, four to 6,000 people a year are killed by distracted drivers. 600,000 plus a year are injured, which is two to three times the number of injured people by drunk drivers. People aren't aware of that. What I found is by telling stories and then incorporating the facts of our cases into those stories at all times, and this is the key, trying to be entertaining, trying to be engaging, trying to keep it interesting, using stories, empowering my audience. That's the type of content that works really well for us on social media. Or if I'm on stage, and as you know, I speak around the country at social media events and at lawyer events, I always try to share my content through storytelling while empowering my audience to take the desired action that I want them to take. So it's kind of a process that we use that most lawyers are really good at, but they just don't do that on the digital platforms. So once they give themselves permission to share stories, empower their audience while they're doing that, and keep it quick, keep it pithy, keep it interesting while they're doing all of the above, that's where the magic happens on social media. And now a word from today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Go to audibletrial.com backslash left foot and download a free title to start listening. That's audibletrial.com backslash left foot. Let's talk about the feedback you get, because I can imagine for some lawyers, they're comfortable. They want to talk about the work that they're doing. They want to talk about the results. They want to talk about how they got to the result. So what's the feedback you get being out on social media? Love to hear the feedback, how you're managing through that feedback. Biggest challenge that professionals have, especially lawyers, is they need to understand when they're online, when they're engaging on the digital platforms, it's not about them. It's not about what they like to talk about. It's not about how great they think they are because they went to a certain law school or they were given a certain rating. That's not what it's about on social. It's all about your audience. It's all about adding value to your audience. Going back to LinkedIn, if you want to not stand out above all the noise on LinkedIn, if you want to be just another name on LinkedIn, then do what everybody else is doing. But the way you stand out on LinkedIn and on every other social media platform is you have to be unique. You have to be different. You have to do things in a way that that separates you from everybody else on that platform. You can be professional. For example, if I'm talking about distracted driving, instead of me sitting behind my desk, you know, doing a short video, as you'll see on LinkedIn about distracted driving, 
I might be down on Pacific Coast Highway on my way down to go paddle boarding, watching people drive by with phones in their hands. And I might be on a corner standing next to a red light. If I've got my cell phone in my hand, I can shoot a quick video about the dangers of distracted driving and say, listen, don't take my word for it. Check this out. And I pan over and I show people stopped at a red light, holding their smartphones in their hands, like we all know everybody does. And then I roll off over to maybe a paddle boarding video or a follow-up section in that blog post about now, at least when I'm down here in Dana Point Harbor, the last thing I need to worry about on the water are distracted drivers. So you can incorporate your hobbies and your passions in with your specific legal message. And I think that type of short video, if put together correctly and edited properly, if it's short, if it's concise, if it's to the point, if it adds value, that type of video would just kill it on LinkedIn, but nobody's doing that. We're seeing more video there, but to your point, it's not always as creative as, as we'd like. There are some, and absolutely, those are the ones that are getting the stronger hits. How often are you on social media? How often are you posting something? What is your strategy on social media? My strategy is to be consistent and to share on a daily basis multiple times a day. We are all in when it comes to social media because we've watched, we've experienced the value that it's not only brought to the consumer, but when all said and done, what it's done to our end of year profits. And so we try to engage on all the platforms. We look at the platforms as welcome mats into our lives, into our law firm. And if you are just creating content on LinkedIn, but your audience is on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, then obviously you're missing the boat. So you want to make sure that you're on all the major platforms, you're adding value to the major platforms in the unique way that each platform provides for, because what works on Facebook doesn't work on, on Instagram. What works on Instagram may not work on Snapchat or Twitter. And so we're consistent when it comes to that. And also what we try to do is we try to keep it real. So I'm a big fan of a concept called newsjacking. I'm a big fan of if there's breaking news that I feel I can add value to, a unique perspective to that breaking news. I don't care if I'm taking a run on the beach. I don't care if I'm walking out of the movie theater and I check my phone and I see that a case just came down or something, somebody was just arrested in California, whatever it might be. I'll pop on my phone and I'll do a quick Periscope, which is a live video for those of you not using Periscope. It's also called Twitter Live. And I'll share my two cents worth on what just happened. There's a right and wrong way to newsjack. But what I try to do in a positive way is add a unique perspective that most people aren't talking about to that breaking news story. Uh, then that goes out to my Twitter feed to everyone following me on Twitter. And what normally then happens is by the time I get into the office, I've got two or three phone messages by reporters that are looking for a fresh take on that breaking news story that they haven't heard anywhere else, whatever the issues are, if you can jump on them and newsjack a case the right way, that also allows you to create unique, helpful, and valuable, sometimes entertaining content on the fly. It doesn't need to be perfect so that you're out there. And before you know it, you're building this brand on a topic that, frankly, most of the other professionals have not even thought about creating content about. And when clients are searching for that perfect lawyer to help them with their case, and this happens to us all the time, this content gets indexed over time. So maybe two or three years later, this content is found by a potential client 
because it's also embedded in your blog. You're repurposing all of this content. If I share content this morning on Twitter, maybe this afternoon, we take that content and redistribute it on our blog post, on our law firm Facebook page. We'll do a snapshot and put it on Instagram. And I think you can see how the repurposing goes. What happens over time is you create an extensive amount of unique, helpful content on a particular issue because you're using hashtags, you're using a catchy heading that separates you from everyone else. And and using this approach is what, uh, and, and frankly, talking about breaking news stories that I find fascinating. I mean, I'll just focus on cases that I find unique. For example, the Bill Cosby case with the drugs and the drinks. When that happened, I was down on the beach. My daughter was just starting school at UCLA. And that, that scares me as a dad. And so I immediately started blogging and, and live streaming about that, just sharing some unique perspective. If that had happened in California, what are the ramifications, civilly and or criminally? Stories like that that I find interesting. And what's happened is on that particular case, it ended up allowing me to get on stage at Tony Robbins in Las Vegas with David Merriman Scott in front of 2,000 people. And if you don't think that's going to build your brand, that's going to build your brand much more quickly and effectively than simply being another name on LinkedIn. So that's kind of what I'm talking about. That's great points. And obviously the success is right there. Are you getting other feedback? And what have you taken from that other feedback? I think that's even more important. What I'm noticing is a lot of the lawyers and other professionals are really diving all in on live video whether it's Facebook Live, whether it's IGTV, which is the new Instagram TV, whether it's Periscope, Twitter Live, shooting videos, more traditional videos and uploading them to the platform. Video is going to be 80% of social media content by 2020. So if your listeners aren't actively creating video content, they need to. The video is not talking head video. Is it a combination or like a TED Talk type of video where there is some great picture slide that has one word on it? Based on your experience, what's a better video? So the videos that I enjoy doing is, you know, flying the drone down the beach. I'll go live and talk about a breaking news story with a legal twist. What we're seeing is a lot of lawyers are getting out of the office. Most of them, while they're getting in shape, while they're putting the F word fun back into their lives, they're stopping and they're shooting short two to three minute videos. So it's actually everything outside the office that they're bringing you know, into their firm via live video. I think one of the best videos and feedback videos that I had was about eight years ago. And I was mountain biking from the house down to the coast. I live about five minutes from the beach and there's a bike trail. And I was in the middle of trial and was working out quite a bit back in the day. And as I'm riding, and that's, I don't know about you, but when I'm out doing something, that's where my brain really starts to work best, right? It's the endorphins. So I'm working up a sweat, you know, six in the morning, I'm working up a sweat. I haven't shaved. I'm about halfway down to the water. And I realized to myself, if you want to be a good trial lawyer, you've got to stay physically and emotionally in shape. And I just stopped and pulled out my phone. I'm dripping wet. And I just shot a quick two to three minute video. You guys, for all the trial lawyers out there, it's super important that you stay healthy. You know, do what you can to keep the endorphins pumping, stay in physical shape, stay in emotional good shape. And that video, I uploaded it to YouTube and it kind of just took off. I mean, people related to it. I didn't care how I looked. I didn't care that I wasn't in the law firm, but that's how you connect on a human level. And so those are the types of videos that are really making a huge difference is when people are out and about, they're doing a food drive in their local community through their church or rotary group. And what they do is they break out their phone and they show with videos and photographs 
you know, how they're helping the community. Maybe they're interviewing some of the leaders of that particular event. Maybe some of the participants that are involved in the event step over and they do a short 30 to 45 second interview and they put this together and share this on their social media platforms. Those are the kind of people that I want to do business with. Those are the kind of people that are walking their talk. And I think from a client's perspective, most clients feel the same way. It's an interesting dynamic where you can combine that type of branding with the more traditional legal marketing that you and I both know very, very well. I think there is a place for all of that. But by combining the two, I think you're keeping things a lot more interesting. Once again, you're showing your human side. You're finding that unique intersection of timing, need, and trust because social media, it's more relevant to the viewer when you're talking about something that's happening today. And I think that that's what connects all of us. Focus on being engaging, focus on humanizing your brand, and focus on finding that unique intersection of timing, trust, and need. And the magic is going to happen. You have a following. You have people that are listening to your work, watching your work that for those that are starting out, the guidance you would give to getting out there and getting started in this type of promotional method. Great question, Nicole. So first of all, I would say I want you to give yourself permission to show your human side in everything that you do. I want you to always focus on the other person, on your client, on your audience, creating an exemplary client experience, adding value. You absolutely want to follow state bar rules. You absolutely want to be factually correct, honest, trustworthy, place ethics at its highest level. I think you want to be strategically transparent. And what I mean by that is be transparent, but don't air your dirty laundry on social media like a lot of people do. So try to keep it positive. Try to keep it helpful and useful new lawyers, new professionals should absolutely embrace platforms that they're comfortable with. If you like taking pictures, get on Instagram, get on Instagram TV. If you're a video geek, you know, get on YouTube and IGTV and Facebook Live, develop those talents and incorporate all the above into what you're doing each and every day. My final takeaway, Nicole, is understand that unlike other business efforts, social media and digital, It's not a sprint. There's no finish line. It's not a marathon. There's no finish line. Social media brand building is more like exercise or a diet. You know, it's an ongoing, daily, consistent effort where you keep evaluating your results. You take a step back, you make small changes, you keep moving forward, and there really isn't an end. In other words, you're always adding content, you're always building your brand. And I think when it's all said and done for professionals, if you come across from your heart. You can't fake it on social, but if you genuinely come across as being that guy or gal who happens to be a lawyer or a doctor or CPA or whatever, who cares and who wants to add value, that's what's going to separate you from competitors. The other thing I would say is just a quick pro tip is write down, or if you're brand new, ask a partner that you're working for, what are the top 10, 20, or 30 questions that you're asked each month? you know, depending on what you do for a living and spend time answering each of those questions, maybe one a day or one a week to get started and share your secret sauce. Don't leave anything out, whether you're answering that question in a podcast, in a video, in a live video, whatever it might be, answer each of those questions and share it on social media, repurpose it on your blog post, on your website, and just put it out there. Keep it entertaining. Use stories if you can. Use pictures and videos if you can. But by doing that over the course of 
two or three months, maybe four to six months, you're going to have exceptional content out there regarding questions that people are looking for answers to. And that's a great way to get started with creating your online digital footprint and building it the right way. And if you do all of that, along with everything else, Nicole, that I know you guys teach, and I've, I've been through your site and I've watched what you've been doing over the years, that's the way you build the type of brand and develop the type of reputation that you can be proud of and that's going to work for you over and over and over again. That's why I'm such a big, strong proponent of social media and the digital platforms. And frankly, that's one of the reasons I wanted to be on your show today. I'm so glad you came on the show. It has been a very information-packed session. Mitch, thank you. It's been a pleasure having you as a guest on Left Foot. Thanks, Nicole. The pleasure was all mine. Thank you for listening to this episode of Left Foot. For information on our podcast, our 12-session business development challenge, and our online business development coursework, visit leftfoot.com. It takes focus and thought to lead with the left foot. Until next time. Thank you.